This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Wash my hands of this weirdness. and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Today is a Tuesday, June 30th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Uh, Ryan's taking a little time off, but uh, we've got Tony here to uh, help brighten our day a little bit. Tony, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, exhausted uh, as per usual anymore. Uh, get home late, put together some stuff for the show, and uh, here we go. Ryan, we miss you, brother. Look forward to having you back on the show soon, my friend. Yes. Be well. And uh, But uh, other than that, it is a new day. It is Taco Tuesday, as we're going to hear soon. And uh, yeah, ready, ready. Very good. Well, I'm going to ask you a question, as I do each and every day, and uh, you know, see if we can one-up that. Have you ever fallen victim to a scam, whether online, in person, whatever it may be? Yeah, Um my ex and i when we went you know timeshares are always we used to when we would travel sometimes we would do the timeshare presentations just to you know get the extra trip you know kind of get the free stuff get the bonus perks yeah yeah you know you sit through that well we ended up getting a timeshare travel thing which uh you had to buy into like you had to pay the maintenance fee and stuff so it was like Oh, I think it ended up being like a a thousand bucks a year or something. If you wanted to book these trips, you had to keep your membership active and you could go wherever you wanted. And they made it seem so good. And we got these free vouchers, yada, yada. Well, every time we tried to book a trip where we wanted, you couldn't, you couldn't go during that time. It was always seemed like even if you had backup plans, you couldn't book it. So I feel like, um, we paid all this money and, you know, while me and her never got to go on a trip, I think she used it once and she told me that uh, it was that she felt like it was definitely a ripoff because when she finally got to use it, it was a uh, rundown dump. So, yeah, fell victim to the old uh, timeshare scam a So <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of people who do. In fact, uh, you can find timeshares for a buck online because people are just trying to get rid of them. You know, the maintenance fees, all of those things. Now, it used to be with scams, you know, in the late 90s early 2000s it was either you got an email that uh, you know you have a long lost uncle who left you an inheritance or there's a nigerian nigerian prince who wants to send you some money 
Well, all of that has come back around for a Nigerian influencer who posted photos of his life of luxury on a private jet has been arrested amid claims of a $350 million cyber scam. The FBI seized more than $30 million in cash when they stormed the apartment of 38-year-old Raymond Abbas in Dubai when he was sleeping. Investigators say the Instagram star portrayed a billionaire lifestyle in order to lure victims from all over the world. Twelve other people were arrested in raids for their alleged involvement in the cyber, uh, cyber scam. During the raid, luxury cars were seized as well as suitcases full of cash. The suspects targeted victims overseas by creating fake websites for well-known companies and banks in a bid to steal victims' credit card information and then launder the stolen money. Mr. Abbas, who goes by the name Hush Puppy to his fans, is also, Hush accused, puppy. <laughs> is also accused of committing fraud in Europe, America, and Nigeria, police said. And so this goes back to be very careful what you get uh, email-wise, phone call-wise. Um, it is running rampant right now. I can't tell you how many emails I get per day you know, from supposedly Netflix or Apple or... Uh, God, you name Google, it. Google, Stitcher, you know, Gozer, Dozer. No, 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 not from them. <laughs> I don't pay any money to them. But uh, just, you know, saying that, you know, your your payment didn't go through, click here to update your credit card info. And then you click through, it takes you to a site that looks legit, obviously is not, and then that's how they steal the money. Or you get the phone calls uh, from, you know, uh, supposedly the IRS or Social Security saying, you know, oh, there's a problem, we need your Social Security number, we need this, we need this, you know, um, oh, the... Um, uh, utility companies, you know, saying that your power is about to be shut off, so bring a cashier's check to the local Western Union. It is all a scam. Don't fall for it. Take a look, and especially on the ones on email. Um, when you click on the from person, did if, you, it's just. Did you say email? Yeah. Yeah, if you get it on email, if you look at You've the front, got mail. <laughs> <laughs> if you get it from the from, just take a look. I mean, it's usually a long string of numbers and letters, and uh, or it's from, you know, Netflixes.com or, you know, something that's just slightly off. So, uh, you know, if it, if it smells fishy, it probably is fishy. Yeah, and if it's too good to be true, it definitely is. Exactly. Well, folks, let's talk about today's show. It is a Tuesday. We've got a great show lined up for you. We have Rank It with Tony as he takes us through a list of the top 10, whatever it might be. It's a surprise to me. We have Online Orders Gone Wrong. Our call-in topic today is cover songs that are better than the original. We have a very special AMA, Ask Me Anything, with Story County Sheriff Gerald Antonoro. We have This Day in History, and up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. 
And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, June 30th. We love the interaction that you guys give us both online and through our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line called the Phoenix Line, where you guys can call in about any topic whatsoever. You don't have to talk about uh, or not talk to a live person, for that matter. Um, Give us a call. 855 Phoenix Radio, that's 855 F E N I X R D O, or 855 336 4973. You can just check in, tell us how you're doing, tell us if we've been wrong. You can chime in on any of the segments that we've done. Keep it entertaining. We will put all of those together and put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of the show, and as we do each and every day, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, June 30th, the last day of the month, and it's time for your Fast Five Filippo Nuggets that don't need to be read as headlines because they just nail it perfectly. Oh, so number one, Jennifer Hudson will play Aretha Franklin in Respect Biop movie. Disney Plus will add more X-Men and Fantastic Four films this summer. So that's good if you're a fan of those franchises. Ryan Seacrest and his on-and-off girlfriend, Shayna Taylor have split for the third time. Will there be a fourth? We'll find out after the break. Just kidding. Dr. Dre's wife of 24 years, Nicole Young, files for divorce from the rapper. And Netflix announces a new series on Colin Kaepernick's high school years with creator Ava DuVary. Hopefully, I would rather see the college years at UNR Wolfpack, baby. That's your Fast Five. Now, oh, boy, it's the news so we have AMC, Princess Bride in Quarantine, Cirque du Soleil is RKO'd, VMAs are still a thing, and if there's time, screech! This is the news. That was a lot of high-pitched. That was, yeah. Damn. The best movies this summer is The Shuffle, and we just don't want to sit back, eat our popcorn, and watch what's going to happen. When are we going to open the theaters? Well, AMC Theaters has pushed back its reopening date by two weeks due to the new surge in the coronavirus cases. The theater giant, the theater chain giant will now reopen 450 of its 600 theaters on July 30th instead of July 15th, according to Variety. That is, of course, if COVID-19 numbers continue to spike, that'll push things back more. Uh, when AMC theaters uh, does reopen, patrons will be required to wear face masks. So haven't seen if Century, Regal, and uh, all the other theaters are doing it. Fandango, I, I, they haven't announced it, but AMC has decided to push everything back. Uh, it seems to be like a daily thing in the entertainment news. It's either a movie pushed back or now it's a theater. Yeah, uh, it's musical movie chairs. Absolutely. My thought process is, of course, you knew it was going to spike when you open things, but uh, we got to I think we still got to move on. Just take the precautions, social distance, wash your hands, play it safe. But we got to get back to some normalcy here, peeps. Let's do this. The only thing that's going to be tough is uh, eating popcorn and wearing a face mask at the same time. Just got to slip it up over and in. Yeah, you're going to have to just go. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. But it is also dark. I don't see uh, people wearing the masks through the whole movie, just to be honest. You know, I don't know if you're going to have a little patron, you know, flashing his little light. Have an usher come in and. Yeah, a little usher. Little 16 year old pimply. 
you are not allowed to eat. Um, that'll do, you know, kind of harsh business for the uh, Alamo Draft House because their big thing is the uh, whole restaurant experience inside the theater, which is very good. They have great food. Mm. Uh, you know, it's going to be kind of tough. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, but uh, nonetheless, moving on from that to kind of a weird story. Celebrity-filled quarantine fan film of The Princess Bride is coming to Quibi. This is something Christian uh, told me about yesterday, but uh, read the article, and I'm going to read it to you guys. Over the past few months, while they've been stuck in quarantine, a group of celebrities have been working in secret to shoot a homemade fan film version of The Princess Bride, one of the most beloved fantasy comedies of all time, which is slated to be shown on Quibi chapter by chapter for two weeks beginning yesterday. The star-studded cast of the Princess Bride film includes famous couples such as Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, Common, Tiffany Haddish, Neil Patrick Harris, David Burtka, Chris Pine, Annabelle Wallace, I'm going to flip over that one, Wallace, <laughs> Wallace, as well as appearances from Hugh Jackman, Jennifer Garner, Ryan's buddy Elijah Wood, John Hamm, Beanie Feldstein, Lucas Hedges, I feel like I'm just reading names now. Right. Jack Black, <laughs> Keegan, Michael K, Patton Oswalt, Josh Gad, Andy, Andy Circus, Diego Luna, Tika Watiti, Zazie's Beats, and uh, Rob Reiner will play the Godfather, and Fred Savage, that's me, will be reprising his role. Um, and it's going to be kind of uh, directed by Jason Reitman. So. This was his concept. This was his idea. So since he couldn't bust out Ghostbusters Afterlife, this is what he had to say. This week that the stay-at-home order came through in California, I woke up on one of the first mornings, and I think like most people did, feeling as though, all right, I need to be able to do something of value. I just thought, can we remake an entire movie at home? And then I had seen that a fan-made Star Wars had been done, I just started reaching out to actors I knew saying, it's something, is this something you'd want to do? And the response was kind of immediate and fast. It was like, oh, that sounds fun. So, um, yeah, so the chapters is basically starting yesterday. If you have Quibi, it's uh, that weird online app. It has like 10-minute videos. You can watch something in 10 minutes or less. That's mm-hmm. That's its whole thing, right? Yeah, I haven't picked it up yet. Uh, Ten minutes or less, it is a paid subscription service. Uh, shows like Nin- Reno 911 have gone back on there. But, I mean, even though this is sort of a star-studded cast, I can only imagine it's not as good as you would want it to be, especially in a classic movie like Princess Bride. Yeah, and, and based on this, reading more about it, it seems like since it's homemade and it's just people at home, they're using their own homemade props. Like, there's no budget at all. I don't even think they're getting paid to do it. So, you know, I wouldn't necessarily go get Quibi for this. Maybe I'd watch it once all the chapters are out just to kind of see the goofiness. I mean, if I really had nothing to do, this would be something along the lines of... Uh, like on pop culture's kaboom, you know, pop culture kaboom scale, like I'd give it a blah. Like <laughs> maybe I'd watch it at, if I had nothing else to watch. But, uh, you know, I'm pretty busy, so I don't think it would garner my attention. But, you know, kudos to these actors and stuff staying busy. I don't know if I right. would have tackled a movie quite like that, but uh, we'll see. I guess that's better than what you had told me. Like I thought it was being completely remade from ground up. That's right? what I thought too, but uh, yeah. at least that's not the case. Yes. 
All right, so kind of uh, moving on to something different here. Uh, Cirque du Soleil files for bankruptcy. Axe is 3,500 employees worldwide. Wow. Uh, Cir- Cirque du Soleil, and this is big, you know, because that's such a popular attraction in Vegas, and sometimes they tour, but uh, I'll cut it down here. I'll let you know. They uh, filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy protection order so they can restructure its capital structure, but they've been forced to lay just shy of 3,500 of its employees, the acrobatic entertainment company announced on Monday. It said it has brought in zero revenue since COVID-19 forced the French Canadian circus group to shut down all of its performances, including all of them in Las Vegas, 44 of its live shows internationally back in March. The cuts of 3,400 employees come from the 4,600 individuals that were furloughed back in March, uh, which multiple reports saying Cirque du Soleil is nearly $1 billion in debt. Wow. Yeah. So now... They're doing. Um, they're going to try to bring it back what they can, but uh, the closing of the theaters <clears throat> looks like some of their biggest shows: um, Mystere at Treasure Island, Oh at the Bellagio, Zumanity at New York, New York, Ka at MGM, The Beatles Love at the Mirage, Michael Jackson One at Mandalay Bay, and the Blue Man Group. So uh, dark, uh, dark times ahead for that group, and uh, hopefully they can get it back. Um, the Cirque du Soleil shows are a fun date experience if you're in Vegas or wherever. But yeah. uh, uh, right now, it doesn't looks like uh, the whole Thanos snap of the COVID. Uh, this is one that unfortunately looks like it may turn into dust. Don't yeah. know if it'll recover. Yeah, live shows overall have been suffering, and uh, I can only imagine what you know these poor, you know, people who perform at Cirque du Soleil are doing in their free time. You know, it's it's not like they've got uh, job skills that they can go out and just join another acrobatic type circus troupe. It's, you know, they've, they've got a very specialized skill set. Absolutely. So I'm uh, really hoping they come back. I mean, I've been to a couple of Cirque du Soleil shows and they are actually quite fun. Yeah, um, Blue Man Group is a riot every oh, single time. Oh, it's a time. blast. Blast. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed Blue Man Group. And uh, the only one that I thought was kind of lame was the Chris Angel one, the... Uh, mind freak one at the luxor mm-hmm. that was kind of lame yeah. but uh anyways i digress and i move on with two more pretty just bottom of the barrel entertainment news for your taco tuesday uh the vmas are still happening live in new york city so uh, a music station that's going to do a video music award show when no one airs video music videos anymore so on Monday, MTV announced that the Video Music Awards will still happen live at New York City's Barclays Center on August 30th. The show plan includes a lineup that will span across five boroughs, the Brooklyn, the Bronx, Staten Island, Queens, and Manhattan. And it's not the Brooklyn. I don't know why I said that. With performances from various iconic locations. The 2020 MTV VMAs will be the first Barclays event since COVID-19 reached New York. So as long as all goes well, That'll be happening on August 30th, which the only thing I can say is I hope it goes through. The world needs some entertainment. We need to get back to getting on things, but again, in a safe and safe manner. And when it comes to yeah. the, when it comes to the VMAs for me. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> I don't. I, I, fit, I fit that with you, brother. Um, Speaking of who the hell cares, before we do birthdays, because birthdays is small, uh, Dustin Diamond, Screech. He owes nearly $300,000 on a home, bank for closing. 
Uh, Dustin Diamond needs to be saved more by more than the bell if he wants to keep his home in Wisconsin because the bank is knocking on his door looking to foreclose. The Saved by the Bell star owes a whopping uh, $270,000, according to legal docs, and the bank is asking the court to sign off on foreclosure. Uh, Screech, then a legit in the article says Screech, not Dustin, <laughs> uh, tells TMZ he didn't even know he was so far behind on the mortgage because he hasn't been to Port Washington property since January of last year, and he's been living in Florida. How the hell does this guy not know he owns property? That's what an like, idiot. That's like saying you don't know you're behind because you haven't opened the past due mail. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I bought this house way back when I was relevant. I don't know. <laughs> um, the pro- like the house is uh, not worth very much. He owes over $340,000. Foreclosure means when a house is destroyed. That's This is what Screech says. Foreclosure means nothing when a house is destroyed. When my items I've lost... It now feels like Wells Fargo is trying to kick me when I'm down. Oh, boo-hoo, Screech. Where's Mr. Belding when you need him, right? And that's it for your entertainment news. We'll bust through real quick. Birthdays. It's my birthday. So for the birthdays today, a boxer, a swimmer, a wrestler, and a country singer, and an actress go into a bar. What happens? They all celebrate the birthday. birthday together. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Mr. Mike Tyson is 53. He's the boxer. Michael Phelps is 34. He's the swimmer. Cody Rhodes is 34. He's a wrestler. Cole Swindell, 36. He's a country singer. And Lizzie Kaplan is 37. She's uh, on Mean Girls, Freaks and Geeks, Party Down, and a few other shows that you may have seen. That's it for your celebrity birthdays. Real short and sweet. That was your entertainment beat for Tuesday, June 30th. Right on. When we come back, Tony's going to be taking us through another Rank It list. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in a few. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. Now back to the show. Indeed, this is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, June 30th. We are all over social media. Many of you watching us on Facebook Live or on YouTube Live. We also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network, 13 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social media, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash uh, forward slash slush 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 you flippo that Tony dot San Filippo that's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot San Filippo or Ryan's available at facebook.com forward slash Ryan dot wink or on Instagram at names wink. Now, it is Tuesday, and as we do each and every Tuesday, typically I'd be pitted against one of our other co-hosts, but it looks like I'm pitted against myself, and we've got Rank It with Tony. Rank It, Tom, baby. So this is where we pick an 
category and we usually pit everybody against one another. But Chris, I think I'm going to go a little easy on you today. I'll okay. give you a fun one. I mean, it's going to get your brain turning, but All in right. a good way. It's a little early right, for that, you- but let's do it. Are you ready? And if you guys want to play along, this might be a little harder for some of you, but feel free to comment on the Facebook page or uh, that's about all you can do. So if you want to play along, put it on there and I'll let you know if it's on. Um, so today's rank it is the top 10 Metallica songs of all time. Ooh. Yo! So I figured this would be a fun one. So, uh, you know, I didn't want to pit you up against Ryan on this one because I don't I think you would be able to beat Ryan really Don't well. Don't think it'd be this, a fair but, fight. Uh, let, let's let's dust off the old metal. Let's go back in time when we were a couple of metalheads. <laughs> let's do the top ten Metallica songs, brother. Let's do it. Um, and for every one that you don't get, I will tell you one that's not in the top ten. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. Kind of, just kind of to help eliminate for you now. Being that this is a ranker list, I would assume that uh, you know there's a large cross population of uh, people who have voted on it, so it's probably going to be more of the radio fair as opposed to some of the deeper cuts. So, uh, with that being said, I assume number one is going to be Enter Sandman. That, my friend, let me get my little ding ding buttons. It's on the top ten list, but not it comes number in one. Number, number ten, Enter Sandman. All right, there is hope for this list yet. Oh, that's always good news. All right, so Enter Sandman was number 10. Um, I'm going to say Master of Puppets. You would be correct. Number one answer. This list is going to go very quick if I keep getting uh, <laughs> the well, top well, 10. Th- yeah, well, we could just keep rolling if you get the entire top 10. That's true. That is true. Um, speaking of true, it is sad but true. Sand Patrol! <laughs> Was that a buzzer? Yep. Did you hear it? Seriously, not in the top ten. Oh, man, Randy Savage is not happy with your decision, yeah. Nope. He's not happy. <laughs> That's number 16. Okay. Sad but true. Still top 20, but number 16, Wow. Yeah, um, I don't agree with that. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's say stick with the Black Album and say Unforgiven. So I dub the Unforgiven. All right. Now, now there's something wrong with this list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Unforgiven is number eleven. You were so close. You were like on the cusp of that top ten. Just on the outside. Just a bit outside. Um, boy, let's see. Creeping death. So let it be written. Number six. Oh, thank God that was in the creeping death. (laughs) All right, all right, we're back into it. Um, welcome home, sanitarium. Ooh, damn, damn good song, brother. That's one of my favorites. But let's see where Sanitarium falls on this list. Jeez Louise. Not even Uh, top 20? mm -mm. Wow, Sanitarium is... uh, 
Oh, geez, Louise, it's somewhere in the top 100. It is not, it's not even top 10, not even close. Wow, that is sad. That is very, very sad. Um, hmm. I didn't know this list went down. We are definitely not reading this whole list. <laughs> no, it's, I, I think top 10 is probably safe. It's yeah. literally 131, 131 songs. Yeah, they got but a, it's not top 10. They got a big catalog. A huge catalog. All right, let's see. What else? What else? Um, Boy, no sanitarium. Ride the lightning? Dude, that was a good guess, and you would be correct. All right. That's number five. Number five. Okay, so I've got half of them at this point. Yeah, you've got half at this point. All right. Hmm. So no Unforgiven, no Sanitarium. Um, how about the from the blockbuster movie Mission Impossible to I Disappear? No. I figured <laughs> as much. <laughs> you get nothing! You lose, sir! Good day! Isn't that what that soundbite is? It is. I think you word for word got it. <laughs> Pretty much got that. Yep. Good. Yep. Um, what about from their joint venture with the San Francisco Philharmonic Symphony, No Leaf Clover? Great song. It was like a Frenchman coming your way, <laughs> as one of your ex-girlfriends used to say. <laughs> That is not. Um, by the way, I disappear was number sixty-eight. Okay, I, I didn't think it'd be very high up on that list. No, it's kind of down. I still can't find Sanitarium, which kind of pisses me off. Because <laughs> that should be top ten. That song's easily one of the best metallic songs of all time. Oh, totally. Easy. Totally. Easy uh, peasy. All right, let's say one. Do, 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 which was also Melissa's guess. Number two. Okay. All right, back in this thing. So I've got six of ten with a minute 50 left. Ooh, will he get the top ten, ladies and gentlemen? Let me ask you this. This list is totally bunk if there's anything from Load, Reload, or St. Anger in the top ten. Is there? I could give you a hint. There is no load, reload, sane anger songs. Okay. All right. Um, Saint, I don't even think there's a sane anger in the top 20. Oh, thank God. That was a terrible, yeah. terrible album. Um, Boy, I'm going to go a deep cut with one of my favorites of Wolf and Man. Ooh, that's a good one, brother, but... That is not. All right. I wish I could just like look and see where this is. It's it's, it's way down. Too there. hard to scroll through. Yeah, that makes mm, sense. There's a lot. Yeah, it's pretty far down. Of uh, 49 of Wolf of Man was 49. Okay. All right. And then uh, let's see. With my last guess, again, I'm gonna go a little deep cut here and say Dyer's Eve. Dear mother, dear father. Great song, but. Not in the top ten. Ooh, real quick before uh, you run down, how about Blackened? Yeah, come on, we'll Blackened, Blackened, number nine. Okay. Ding, ding. All right, Tone. All right. Go ahead and run us down from ten to one. Ten to one. Enter Sandman. Number nine, Blackened from Injustice for All. Number eight, The Four Horsemen from Kill 'Em All. Okay. Number seven, 
Battery from Master of Puppets. Number six, Creeping Death from Ride the Lightning. Uh, number five, Ride the Lightning. Number four, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Okay. Ride the Lightning. Uh, one, oh, sorry, Fade to Black was number three from Ride the Lightning. One from Injustice for All. And number one, Master of Puppets. And uh, uh, Unforgiven squeaked in at 11. Orion at 12. Wherever I May Roam, 13. Nothing Else Matters, 14. Dang. There's so many good songs. That's a tough one. Yeah. Overall, a pretty good list, and it actually ties in pretty well to cover songs that are better than the original, um, which we'll be doing here after the top of the hour. Uh, Metallica is known for some wonderful, wonderful covers. Well, folks, that does it for another installment of Rank It With Tony. When we come back, we have online orders gone wrong. We'll see you in a few. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, June 30th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the Shows and Podcasts link, Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and you can find audio there, you can find video, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, so many more, I think about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe so you get the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know how we're doing, and always tell your friends, because as we know, sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, wanted to uh, pull up a list. You know, we did a topic yesterday about expensive mistakes. And these are people who have wrecked something extremely expensive. And uh, when we started the segment, Tony slightly mistook what the uh, segment was about, thinking it was, you know, expensive uh, things that you maybe ordered and it wasn't quite what you thought. And so figured that we would go back and sort of take a look at... uh, online orders gone wrong for lack of a better term and uh, pulled up a list of those now tony have you ever had an online order that uh, wasn't quite what you expected it to be um yeah i've uh i've ordered quite a few things off amazon and uh yeah sometimes you order something like a desk lamp for example advertises this big flashy desk lamp says you know it's good size look at the size of this thing what is this supposed to do? This is stinky. <laughs> it wasn't as advertised, but, uh, you know, as far as anything that actually goes completely wrong, no. Um, I haven't had anything bad. I've Now, I did deal with a bad one yesterday uh, with a member. Okay. Uh, uh, so they uh, they called and they were, they were pissed. They're like, hey, I didn't order this package. I don't, they're like, we're not even uh, Costco members. We don't, we don't shop there. Like, we didn't order this. It's like, oh, okay. Well, can you tell me the order number? Blah blah blah. I did a little research. Well, someone had ordered it for them, and they're like, well, how did that person get our information? And we don't know who this is, and we didn't order this, and we don't want it. You need to come pick it up. And I'm just like, I will get a hold of Costco.com. They'll ship something to you. 
And uh, so I get a hold of them and they're like, yeah, so-and-so ordered it for them. And then when I told the lady, I was like, well, do you know a blah, blah, blah? And I'm not going to say names. And uh, she's like, no, how did this creep get my name and address and stuff? So I called the, the person that ordered it and I mm. said, hey, this is Tony with Costco, blah, 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 blah. Did you, um, you ordered this package. It went to this house. Did you mean it? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I, he goes, I have an Amazon shop. So I buy my stuff through you guys and I use it as drop shipping. Oh, so they so ordered it on the, Amazon and then they ordered it on it to- Amazon. Yeah. So then he just used Costco to get the product to ship to this lady. So I had to call and explain to the lady. Um, and she goes, Oh, that makes sense. So this must be my volleyball set that I ordered. And it's like, why did you open the package? It has your name on it. Like, but she freaked out because it said Costco. So um, it ended up being the right product, but she freaked out because she wasn't a Costco member and she got a Costco package and thought somebody was creeping on her. Um, so I had to do a lot of phone call and a lot of investigating that took about an hour and a half out of my time yesterday researching. But nonetheless, that was probably the most wackiest one I've dealt with recently. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about email and phone scams earlier. Did she think this was a, a legit mail scam? Oh yeah. She thought like he was creeping on her and I was thinking, well, does your, like in my head, I'm like, well, does your mom have like a lover on the side and he's sending her stuff? I don't know. You never know. It's a crazy world we live in. (laughs) So I pulled up a list of uh, online orders gone wrong. I will be posting it on our Facebook page so you guys can check it out for yourself with the pictures. The first one titled, be sure to always check the size when you order treats. And it's a little Pomeranian type uh, dog next to a a dog bone that's about twice its size. And uh, I think Amazon needs to put, you know, size comparison things on their uh, shops just so people know exactly what size they're expecting. That's awesome. So somebody ordered this bone for little Mitzi and the thing is like 20 Mitzis in one. Not not quite 20, but I'd say two good Mitzis. Two good Mitzis. Yep. Here's one of, uh, you know, when you're doing, you know, one of these customized orders where they put something, a photo that you upload onto uh, a product, make sure you check the photo that you upload. A woman ordered wrapping paper online. There was a snake, and now she has a massive poster of her face. (laughs) And it's basically an awful selfie printed onto uh, wrapping paper. And obviously, she meant to upload something different. Oh, dude, that's classic. That, like that's winning right there, especially since you didn't pay attention and it's like a terrible selfie of yourself. That's what you wrap your gifts in. You own it. You just who gives a crap? Oh, I would wrap that stuff. I would reorder all day long and you know I would love it if I had like a dumb face going <laughs> And that was your wrapping paper? Can you imagine you're all Christmas would be awesome. <laughs> oh man, I got coal in a box. <laughs> Must have been pretty bad this year. <laughs> All right, this next one. My sister ordered cupcakes for my engagement party yesterday. Sent Walmart Bakery the pick on the left. Instead of a ring, apparently I said yes to a silver toilet seat. And, uh, you know, the, the picture that she sent were these beautifully ordained cupcakes that are into a ring. And it says she said yes. Well, what she received is a silver glob that looks like a toilet seat. Nothing says love like a crapper cupcake. <laughs> 
Here's one for all the uh, cat owners. I know he's a big cat. That's why I ordered the large size. It's uh, essentially a Christmas tree little cat home. And of course, the picture shows a cat comfortably sitting inside of it. But when she got it home, the her cat's head is stuck inside the hole, barely fits, and uh, basically wearing it around as a hat. Hello, you cool cats and kittens. Poor kitten. <laughs> it's stuck. It's, you know who we blame for that stuff, right? Carol Baskin. That is true. It's always her fault. It's always when it her comes fault. to cats, it's just her fault. I wonder if this next one is uh, Carol Baskin's fault. When you think you're being discreet by buying adult toys online it's a a picture of the package and then written in big black letters it says dildo oh (laughs) Oh. yeah that that's not something you want to announce to the world yeah (laughs) i got no jokes because i don't want to make it appropriate i don't want to get fined so i'm just gonna (laughs) i'm gonna awkwardly chuckle and show my white teeth there you go that's all i'm gonna do this is the awkward dancing off stage online. Here's one that uh, you know shows the invoice and the the data circle and says today my wife received a book via USPS that she ordered ten years ago. Hey, better late than never. Whew. That's what I that's what I always say. I want to know what wow. happened to that book for ten years. And what book was it? Oh, it's the final chapter in the Harry Potter saga. I can now read and find out what happened to Harry. No, it's actually much more riveting. It is the 2009 Cook's Illustrated Annual, which... Ah. Oh, that was before Instapot was a thing. So, yeah, you're you're dated at this point. (laughs) Oh, man, this next one is great. You guys guys got to go on to facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio after the show's over again i'm going to upload these somebody ordered a pennywise costume online and it is freaky for all the wrong reasons it's basically a bodysuit with like an oversized pennywise face uh, on a terrible wig oof that is scary oh we need to have lacy look at that and order it <laughs> i couldn't imagine that <laughs> <laughs> it was more like Rennie Wise. Rennie Wise. Rennie Wise. All right, here's one that if you're on Amazon, don't buy veneers online. You know, it shows a picture of, you know, a female model with, you know, beautiful white teeth, or as uh, our friend Juan Pablo would say, sexy white teeth. And then it shows the guy who got them, and they're, they they look like, um, you know, the Rami Malik uh, uh, Freddie Mercury teeth from uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. It's uh, quite freaky. Ah, uh, Christian. <laughs> Got these all famous on. They're very nice. <laughs> oh. And then finally, before we head into the break, we because we live in the world of COVID, you know, wet wipes are just flying off the shelf. Well, somebody ordered mini wet wipes thinking that they'd be a small travel size. Well, it turns out they are truly mini wet wipes that are probably no larger than the size of a quarter, which I have no idea why they even produce those and who would use them and for why. Not a If you're going to, it reminds me, like, if, like in Winsworth, if you're going to spew, spew into this, it's a tiny cup. Right. Like, really? You get, what, are you going to put the little wet wipe on your finger and go, oh, so I'm going to wipe my butthole with this. That's right. I'm going to be completely streak-free when I use this little mini wipe. I'm just going to wipe between the cheekies, you know? It's going to get a swab it a bit. Well, you know? folks, we are headed into our long break. 
Stay tuned, about seven minutes. We'll see you on the other side. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness. Welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, June 30th. Hopefully you enjoyed the long break, had a chance to uh, use the restroom, make yourself a cup of coffee, or just listen to the news and find out what's going on in the world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you holding up so far? Holding up good. Hour two, uh, the green, teeny, weenie-weenie Red Bull is kicking in, so I should be more energetic for hour number two. A little caffeine boost for you. Need it. Need it when you're only getting about a couple hours of sleep, yeah. you know? Well, the good news is, like we said, you've got today off, so maybe you can get a little nap in. Ooh, a nap sounds so nice. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could nap some days, but sadly not. Isn't it, isn't it weird as adults, like, that's kind of all you want to do anymore? You just want to nap. That's be good to power nap. That's typically <laughs> one of my weekend days. I think Sunday I slept <laughs> in till like 11.30, something ridiculous like that. And then later on in the afternoon, ended up falling asleep on the couch for another hour. So, you know, I, I, I lack sleep during the week, but I certainly make it up on the weekend. Well, that's always a good thing, man. I I, I did that on camping best I could. So <laughs> that's good. Well, it fo- was like 8.30 versus the regular. That makes sense. Well, folks, this is the interactive portion of the show. This is where we want you to call in at the end of this segment with your pick for whatever we're talking about, which I'll talk about here in a second. That number, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Toll free from anywhere in the world. So you can call us on our dime and you can pitch in. The topic today is cover songs that are better than the originals. You know, obviously, somebody's got to lay the groundwork, but every once in a while, there's a cover song that comes out that just nails it out of the park and oftentimes are more remembered for uh, that person's version than the original. So I wanted to start off with mine. Mine was a song that I didn't even find out till recently was originally written and performed by Bruce Springsteen. And I'm talking about the song Blinded by the Light, by uh, Manfred Mann. And actually, that song would sort of go back to what we were talking about a couple weeks ago with uh, misheard song lyrics. Boy, had trouble getting that one out. Misheard song (laughs) lyrics. And, uh, you know, it's often confused that uh, Blinded by the Light, Revved Up Like a Douche, Another Roller in the Night, uh, it's Deuce. It's a 1932 Ford car. But uh, in any case, let's go ahead and play the Bruce Springsteen version, and then we'll play the one that most people know and love. So here's Springsteen's version. Pass some bloodshot, forget me not, whisper daddy's with an earshot, save the boss shot, turn up the van. Yeah, she was blinded by the light. Oh, cut loose. 
So, Bruce Springsteen, I've never been a big Bruce fan. Uh, you know, He's the boss! I know. Some people love him. For me, not the best. But uh, here's the Manfred Mann version that most people know and love. It's not. It's a, he's saying douche. He, he is. It, it's hard not to hear that. But uh, Manfred Mann would also quantify for uh, our one-hit wonders. I don't think they really produced any hits after that song. No. So it was actually Springsteen's original, or it was. Springsteen covered it. No, wow. Springsteen was the I, original. I, artist. I like. I like the cover better. That. I only knew it as that one, so there you go. I do, too. Now, Tony's pick is a, uh, a classic for those of 80s New Wave. We're talking Careless Whisper by Wham. Wham! A little Deadpool reference there. But uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and listen to the original. As the music dies, something in your eyes calls to mind a silver screen. most people know but uh tony being a hard rock heavy metal guy there's somebody who covered it and uh you prefer that one over the original yes <laughs> and we're talking uh, about our buddy Corey lowry who is now the bassist for this band band that those fans of rock might know known as seether and this is their version of careless whisper as the music dies something in your Calls to mind a silver screen And all this I I'm not going to lie. I prefer that version as well. <laughs> oh, shaka. <laughs> hmm. And then finally, even though Ryan's not here, he did send in his picks. Another classic song that a lot of people don't realize that uh, the more popular version was actually a cover from somebody else. I'm going to flip the script a little bit. I'm going to play the or, or the more popular one and then the original for a very specific reason. And uh, you guys will know why in just a sec. Oh, 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 
along the Watchtower, one of my all-time favorite Jimi Hendrix songs. Again, a lot of people assume that uh, he was the original performer, writer, recording artist for that, but actually that is not the case. And uh, here's, here's the preface. If you have cats, if you have dogs, I suggest putting them in another room real quick because you will find out very quickly that uh, this original version is uh, about as unbearable as it gets. Yes, we're talking about my favorite folk singer, Bob Dylan, and his version of All Along the Watchtower. All along the watchtower, princes kept the view. While all the women came and went, barefoot servants too. Outside in the distance, a wild cat did growl. Two riders were approaching, the wind began to howl. Oh, that was painful. I couldn't bear any more of that harmonica solo. It was just like nails on a chalkboard. But, uh, you know, again... Cover songs that are better than the original. It is now that time we are opening the phone lines to you guys, the viewers, the watchers, the listeners, to 844-790-TALK. That is 844-790-8255. Call in with your pick for a cover song that's better than the original. When we come back, we open the phone lines to you. Don't go anywhere. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, June 30th. We are in the middle of our call-in topic where we open it to you guys, the listeners, to call in at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255 with your pick for cover songs that were better than the original. And there are many of them out there. In fact, our uh, AMA guest, who will be joining us in the next segment, Sheriff Gerald Antonoro, uh, chimed in on Facebook. He said, uh, Signs, which was originally by Five Man Electric Band, the remake by Tesla was better. And I certainly agree with that. The I up- also agree with that. The other one that he mentioned is another Bob... See, Bob Dylan, great songwriter, terrible performer. And uh, this just goes to prove it. Guns N' Roses version of Knocking on Heaven's Door, better than the original, I hands down agree. Second that one as well. Um, <laughs> our friend Melissa also said the Atari's uh, Boys of Summer is better than the Don Henley version of Boys of Summer. It's pretty close. They're they're both very good. I mean, it's hard yeah. to beat uh, any Eagles song, but, uh, well, Don Henley, part of the Eagles, but, uh, yeah. again, great songwriters, great performers, but uh, there are people who certainly make them their own. Uh, I've got to give a little story of when I was last summer at a Reno Aces game, and I'm sitting there, and two kids, probably 14, 15 years old, walk by while the Toto version of Africa, the original version of Africa, is on, and uh, no lie, they came out and say, oh my god, somebody already covered Weezer's Africa? Oh, I had to facepalm. It was... Uh, 
it was a sad, sad day for our youth. Yeah, I was going to say, well, and those Weezer covers, while they do a good job with them, they didn't make them any different. They basically just covered them. Yeah. That was it. Yep. Yep. Rehashed exactly the same. So, same stuff. Yep. Yep. Goes to show that, you know, uh, covers where people make it their own tend to be a little bit better. But let's do this. Let's go to the phone lines because this segment is all about you guys, the callers. Who do we have here on the line? Hey, guys. Hey, hey, Kendra. Hey, Kendra. Kendra, how you doing? what's hey. up? How's it going? Good. Good. So, what, what's going on? You know, there's an entire station on um, Sirius XM for covers, and that's all that the entire station plays. I love that idea. Did you? Yes. Did you know that? That's awesome. Yeah, I, did I think it, it's though. channel three hundred two. Yeah, no, pure covers. And so, the one that I found recently, um, and I, I like Van Halen, um, but it's a group called the Bird and the Bee. Okay. And they do an acoustic version of Running with the Devil that was like, ah. So I had to go home and add that to a couple playlists and download it to my phone, but it was super good. Like, I that, dig it. That's awesome. And it goes back wow. to, you know, when people make it their own, it, it often turns out better than the original as opposed to, you know, just doing a, a carbon copy of it. Right. And I usually like it when women sing men's parts and men sing women's parts. It always makes it that much more interesting for me. And when they're playing David Lee Roth songs, they're playing both women's and men's parts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> David Lee Roth, Van Halen, but uh, Kendra, we... oh, okay. not, not Van Hagar, Van Halen. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Kendra, we always <laughs> appreciate you chiming in. Uh, you've always yes. got such great picks and uh, hopefully we'll hear again from you soon. Yep. Cheers guys. All right, have a good one. Thanks, Kendra. All right, let's move on to our next caller. Who are we speaking with? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Tim. Hey, Tim. Tim! What's up, man? (laughs) What's going on? Oh, not much. Just sitting here at work. Oh, I feel so sorry for you, except for the fact that I'm sitting here at work, but uh, I'm at least having a little fun. Yeah, at least somebody is. (laughs) All right, what's your pick for cover songs that are better than the original? You know, I'm, I made a list out. I'm not going to say all of them just in case you have another caller coming in and uh, takes one of them. It's a hard choice. I mean, there's, like you said, there's so many good ones. And both of you had amazing picks. And uh, by the way, yeah, Bruce Springsteen is so overrated. Yes. <laughs> I hands down agree. <laughs> Anyways, I went to see their great band, hung out with them for a couple hours. It was about 10 years ago. Great guys. But um, nice. I'm going to go with a little softer of a pick. I'm going to go with I Will Always Love You. (laughs) It's funny you say that because I have a list of uh, 71 cover songs that are infinitely better than the original. Number one is Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. Yeah. Originally by? (laughs) Dolly Parton. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. I forgot about that. Yeah. That song essentially made her. I'm not a country person and it's just, you know, Whitney Houston's voice is just amazing. Yeah, yeah. So to me, you just can't compare the two. Yeah, that song made her a superstar. Um, Obviously, you know, she died of an untimely death, but, uh, you know, just amazing, amazing vocal performance. Oh, absolutely. Agreed. Awesome. Well, Tim, we appreciate you calling in, as always. We can always count on you for uh, great insight, and, uh, yeah, you know, we always have a little fun, too. Yeah, we do. All right, Tim, we'll talk to you soon. 
All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye, Tim. All right. Let's move on to our next caller. Who are we speaking with? This is Cameron Hawkins. How are you? (laughs) Good, Cameron. How are you doing? Hi, Cameron. Good. Hey, how you doing, brother? Well, I got two of them, actually, for you. Hit them with um, us. Two different, different genres of uh, rock and roll or whatever you would prefer to put it in a category. Well, you have The Clash, I Fought the Law. And The Law won. Now, of course, that's better. That's right. And, of course, that's better than, than Bobby. Yep. For a fourth. And then, of course, you have my favorite of all time, which is Santana, Black Magic Woman. Now, which, of course, was originally done by Fleetwood Mac. Now, that's another one that, up until recently, I hadn't realized that. But uh, I agree. I love the Santana version much better than the original, even though the original was good. Well, you know, I was actually trying to look uh, in my notes, you know, back in the old days. You've got the one uh, singer that used to just bounce around on the, on the, the sand, and he would play his guitar and and uh, he would talk about um, playing his guitar, doing it exceptionally well. I can't find the original information anymore, but all of his um, music that made him a star, none of it was his. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if uh, you and do come was, across uh, the it... man of rock and roll. Okay. Yeah, if you come across it, feel free to uh, either chime in on our Facebook page or you can always leave it on the uh, Phoenix Line voicemail line. But, uh, Cameron, we are going to move on to the next caller. But, uh, as always, appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Cameron. All right, guys. All right. And, uh, finally, who do we have on the line? Uh, My name is Scott. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. How are you doing today? Good, guys. Hey, I just had to chime in because it's actually funny. Uh, one of my favorite singers of growing up and throughout the years is Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. And uh, toward the end of his career, he put out an album with Rick Rubin. And Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers did some background music with him. And probably one of the best uh, covers, I think, of this song was of uh, Soundgarden's Rusty Cage. And it's absolutely amazing song. If you've never heard it, you got to hear both. I think they're both great songs in their own right, mm-hmm. but uh, Johnny Cash just does an amazing job of, of owning that song. Not only that, he did a cover of Nine Inch Nails' Hurt on that album, and that was another fantastic cover as well. Oh, wow, yeah. I, I knew say, Hurt. I, I didn't know Rusty Cage. That's awesome. Oh, my God. It's, and when you hear it, it's like his voice is like the voice of God, and it's <laughs> it's just amazing. Chris Cornell even mentioned how much he he liked his you know, Cash's rendition of it. And, uh, yeah, like you said, Trent Reznor even said the same thing. He uh, was quite in awe of his, um, you know, of how how Cash uh, handled that song of his. So they both were in reverence to this man who, he was right on the edge of his, not only his career, but his life. And um, he did he did another one, too, and I can't remember for life of me, but it was, uh, there was another song in there. That he covered of somebody, which I think it was almost all covers. In fact, I believe so, it was. I just had to chime in and have a chance to play it. Well, I. Pr- let- yeah, we'll we'll put a list up, and I, I believe that that's part of it. But uh, Scott, appreciate you calling in, and uh, we are going to head into our commercial break because when we come back, we have a special guest, our AMA Ask Me Anything segment with Sheriff Jerry, Sheriff Gerald Antonoro of Story County. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, June 30th. Now, if you want to chime in, perhaps you missed our call-in topic of uh, cover songs that were better than the original, give us a call on the Phoenix line. It's a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line where you can call in and talk about anything whatsoever. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-336-4973. Keep it entertaining. We will put those together in a future show and play them for everybody to hear so you can be a star for a moment. Well, I want to introduce our very special guest for our uh, second installment of Ask Me Anything. We are joined by Story County Sheriff out of Virginia City, Gerald Antonoro. Sheriff Jerry, how are you doing today? Doing well. Been listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you even chiming in on the uh, the cover song topic. Uh, had some great picks in there. So, so what's, what are we talking about today? Well... With the AMA segment, what we did was we opened it up to our viewers, our watchers, to uh, ask questions, uh, really any question at all, and uh, pose it to you, our expert, who, you know, you're, you're a sheriff. How, how long have you been uh, in law enforcement? Gosh, this is uh, year 36 for being in law enforcement. Oh, that's it? You're yeah, practi- a practically a rookie. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been sheriff of Story County? Oh, gosh, 10 years. Wow, wow. And uh, as far as I understand, uh, your time as sheriff is coming up in the next couple of years. Is that correct? Yeah, two years from now, the sheriff's race runs in the opposite cycle from presidential races. Gotcha. And then at that point, uh, do you plan on staying in or are you going to happily retire? I don't know. I've been talking about retirement. I'm, I'm ready for it. I just have a bunch of folks who don't think I'm ready for it. <laughs> So it's still up in the air. Well, the good news is you got a farm to work on if you do retire. And so, uh, you know, you'll be happy either way, I hope. That's the plan. Well, perfect. Let's go ahead and get to the questions. We've got about eight minutes, so we should be able to get through them all. First, uh, first off, William and Sparks asks, have you personally or department-wide had an acceptable amount over the speed limit that you won't pull someone over for? Gosh, I hate to make it sound like, you know, this is this is your free pass zone because it's going to be different in each jurisdiction. It's going to be different uh, probably from officer to officer to officer. As a general rule, when I was working traffic and out there beating the streets all the time, um, usually you hit the 10-mile over mark and we're going to have a visit. Um, 10 to 15 miles you know, it's it's going to be uh, dependent on the specifics of the circumstances. You get much over 15 miles an hour over the speed limit, it's almost a certainty you're going to get a citation. Gotcha. Yeah, for me, I'm, I always try to stay, you know, about five over, obviously, you know, not in uh, construction zones or school zones. But, uh, you know, I, I've never had any issues being within that range. Now, uh, on the opposite side, my fiance is a granny driver and averages about five under. Have you ever pulled over somebody for going too slow? Usually only when they've been very inebriated and having a hard time seeing where they were going. (laughs) Usually people don't drive under the speed limit. Well, you haven't met my fiance yet, so... All right. Moving on. Uh, this question is from one of your loyal listeners, and uh, Sheriff Jerry has it. Maria. It is Maria. 
Now, for those of you that don't know, uh, Sheriff Jerry has a show here on America Matters Media called Sheriff Jerry and Friends, and it is Thursdays at what time again? 1 p.m. 1 p.m. They all blur together for me, but uh, definitely worth checking out. He talks about uh, what's going on, not only here locally in Virginia City, but sort of what's going on in the world. Wonderful, wonderful show, and I love producing it each and every week. So uh, let's head over to Maria from Olda, Germany. She asks, what is the most crime you have to prosecute as sheriff in Virginia City? Shoplifting, cattle rustling, what is it? <laughs> we, we, you know, I, I love Maria to death, um, but you can see the, the differences between European uh, perspective and, and American perspective. We don't have any cattle around, so... Cattle rustling is pretty far and few between. Um, other than that, though, you know, we have all of the same things that everybody else has. We just don't necessarily have them to the same scale. Right. Um, you know, we, we've had uh, homicides. We've had robberies. We've had, uh, you know, we get the drunks and the drugs and everything else. So um, mm. it's pretty much the same as everywhere else, just a different scale, which I'm thankful for. No gang of marauders on horseback knocking over a Wells Fargo uh, horse and uh, carriage? You know, since Bank of America closed their branch up here, we have not had a single bank robbery. Because <laughs> we don't have a bank, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. All right, moving on. Kim in Reno asks, what is the strangest call you've ever gone out on? Gosh, there is. We could spend hours on strange calls. Um Gosh, I'll, I'll, you got another one? Let, let me come back to that one. Scratch my head on it for a minute. Okay, all right. Uh, this one's kind of hard-hitting and, and a question I've always had. Uh, Jeff in Denver asks, is there really a ticket quota that departments have to meet each month? No, no. Uh, we can write as many tickets as we want. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they were talking about a minimum. <laughs> yeah, I've, I have never – I've worked for um, – five different law enforcement agencies during the course of my career. I have never had a quota at any place. Um, I have heard of them with some places, especially those that are specifically tasked with uh, um, traffic enforcement per se, but uh, you know, most of the law enforcement agencies, if they're not a dedicated traffic unit, um, you know, they've got a whole lot of stuff to worry about. It's hard to put numbers on them. I'm not necessarily stat driven here. I want to see quality, not necessarily quantity. It's not about making money. It's about pe keeping people safe. So um, it's an urban legend. I've heard about quotas, never seen one myself. Well, that's what we like to hear is that uh, you're doing your job the best way you can as opposed to just trying to make money for uh, the county. But uh, it is one of those things, I don't know if it's just coincidence or what, but it always seems towards the end of the month. You see uh, more highway patrol on the road. You see more uh, sheriff and uh, local uh, police out. And, uh, you know, people just assume that it's a quota that they have to meet. Yeah, no no quotas that I'm, I'm aware of anywhere. Fair enough. <laughs> <Just rumor. laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, Jamie and Sparks asks, you know, obviously now we live in a state where uh, marijuana is legalized. What are your thoughts on the legalization of cannabis? You know, it's one of those things. I've, I, I've said I've worked in multiple places and uh, that involves two different states. And it really surprised me when I first came to Nevada because marijuana possession was still a felony. 
whereas in Utah, where I was before, um, misdemeanor. You know, at, at most, you're probably going to get a citation and sent down the road. Um, you know, so I see no use in it. I've, I've never had any uh, love for marijuana. I think it stinks. I mean, it, uh, you know, Literally. It, it's, it's horrid stuff, in my opinion. Um, but the law is the law. So, you know, if it's legal, it's legal. If it's not, it's not. Um, uh, you know, it, it provides or it, it uh, produces the same problems from a law enforcement perspective as does alcohol. And, and it's harder to detect than alcohol. So um, problematic that way. Okay. That's fair enough. And then uh, we've got about a minute 50 left. Wanted to circle back around to, uh, you know, a strange call that you've gone out on, uh, you know, anything come to mind? You know, probably one of the top um, is is that call that you always hear about. You get called by the, the meter reader about this whole horrid smell in a, in a home and you just know something bad is going on in there. Uh, and uh, we responded to the house. Uh, fortunately, it was not a dead human being in there, but the, the people had just up and abandoned their house uh, TVs, money, rifles. I mean, there was every looked like literally they just walked out the door and walked away um, with about 50 cats in there. Oh, no. And uh, that was not a pretty sight because those cats had been in there for uh, uh, probably a good six months, best that we could tell. Oh, wow. So, uh, um, yeah, it, it was ugly. And I assume but, uh, that they definitely right up there amongst the strangest because, like I say, they just walked out. There was there were jars of money in the house, um, and the people were alive. We did track them down to a, a place over in Colorado. <laughs> did they say why they left? No, Weird. no, just uh, walked away from everything. I uh, when I left Utah, there were still warrants out for their arrest. They had never been arrested on those charges hmm. uh, that stemmed from the animal cruelty abandonment. Wow. Well, that definitely qualifies as strange. Well, Sheriff Jerry, I appreciate your time. You know, time flies so quick. Obviously, you know how quickly it goes. Everybody, oh, be yeah. sure to check out Sheriff Jerry and Friends Thursdays at 1 o'clock here on America Matters Media. And uh, Sheriff Jerry, uh, we appreciate you coming on again and uh, providing a little insight into uh, what you do. My pleasure. Anytime. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Sounds good. Folks, when we... Bye, Jerry. Thanks for being on, man. Take care, Tony. Folks, when we come back, we have This Day in History, where we drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully help you laugh a little bit. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now, back to the show. Well, folks, we've made it to the end. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Tuesday, June 30th. You know, uh, as we reach the end of each show, it's always a little sad. But, uh, you know, we try to have a little fun and drop some knowledge on you. But before we get to this day in history, wanted to... Go back, tell you guys if you missed a portion of the show or want to catch up on any of the previous shows, easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcasts link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. From there, you can get audio and video or head over to wherever you get podcasts, 
Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Deezer, Geezer, Gozer, whatever it may be. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a message, no, leave a review, and then uh, tell your friends, because as always, Tony, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, indeed. All right, folks, uh, as we do each and every day, we're going to take you through this day in history, not with Ryan, he's out for a little bit, but uh, with yours truly. Crossing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head, it's this day in history, with your correspondent on the beat, Ryan Wink. All right, kicking off this day in history in 1860, the founder of a segment that we uh, did for a little while and then before we changed it to Florida Man, the famous debate on Charles Darwin's theory of evolution held at the Oxford University Museum and dominated by arguments between Thomas Henry Huxley and Bishop Bishop Samuel Wallace, no, Wilberforce, wow, Bishop Samuel Wilberforce, (laughs) that's a mouthful, took place. And, uh, you know, obviously everybody knows that uh, Darwin coined the theory of evolution, which is still debated uh, greatly today. Yeah, it's the beginning of the Darwin Awards. (laughs) Yeah, often uh, awarded to those who uh, take themselves out of the evolutionary pipeline, which uh, in some cases might be well-deserved. All right, moving on, this day in 1865, eight alleged conspirators in the assassination of Lincoln are found guilty. And this was a failed assassination attempt and actually the subject of a new book by, God, I can't think of the author at the moment, but uh, I mean, it just sounds like a great riveting book. Um, he was almost assassinated during his um, um, inauguration. Good to know. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't have anything for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, no four score jokes. No, uh, nada. My nada. pun game's not on point. That's all right. That's all right. Moving on. This day in 1908, at 41 years old, three months future. No, let me. Re- I wish I, I need I need a rewind button on here. At 41 yeah. years old and three months, I don't know why the three months makes a difference. Future Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young becomes the oldest player to record a third career no hitter as Boston Red Sox beat the New York Highlanders at eight to zero. Apparently, there can be only one. Yes, there's your pun right there. Yep, and I didn't even have the soundboard pulled up. There we go. All right. Boom. <laughs> I feel a little bit better about that now. Let's see. Da, da, da. Scrolling through. This day in history. Yeah. Blows me away. There was a baseball team called the Highlanders. I had no idea. I figured New York I, uh, I didn't was know. always, you know, Brooklyn. And- Yankees, Yankees and the Mets, huh? Well, I guess they had Dodgers and they had the Giants at one time, too. That's true. I forgot about Before that. they were Sam Fran, yeah. Yep. All right, this one is for those geeky, nerdy guys like me and Tony. This day in 1938, Superman's first appearance in DC Comics Action Comics Series issue number one. And if it wasn't for Superman, we wouldn't have the heroes that we know and love today. That's super, man. You know what? That's crickets. I'm going to give it to you because we've been a little pun light today. Yeah, but that's that infamous one where he had the car up on his head, right? It was the whole... It is, yep. He's, like, throwing it, yeah. Yep. Classic, classic. Yep. 
typically try to skip over a lot of the World War II stuff, just because a lot of it's depressing, but uh, this one, uh, just the picture got me laughing. In 1943, General MacArthur begins Operation Cartwheel, which uh, I'm not familiar with the operation, but there's a picture of him with a uh, sort of a corncob pipe, and the pipe is about that tall, about six inches tall, which uh, you, I guess you could pack a lot of tobacco in there. That's just so many weird things about that. Like, like all I got out of that was cartwheel. Like, so is he doing cartwheels while smoking a peace pipe? No, I had in parentheses island hopping. So my guess is that uh, it had to do in the Pacific with, uh, um, you know, taking down Japan, who was uh, one of the Axis forces at that point. Gotcha. All right. This day in 1955, the Johnny Carson Show debuts on CBS TV. And, God, he was the host of that show forever. I want to say he retired in, what, 1990, 91, something along those lines. Yeah, Jay Leno took over for him. But, yeah, Johnny Carson was the uh, – he wasn't even the first uh, late-night host, was he? He was just, like, the long – he was one of the longest ones, the most popular. He was. Prior to him, it was um, Ed Sullivan, but I don't think it was The mm-hmm. Tonight Show. I think it was just The Ed Sullivan Show. Gotcha. Well, I know, and it had he had Ed McMahon as his sidekick, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I picture Ed McMahon, I see him with a giant, oversized publisher's clearinghouse check. Yeah, which my aunt still thinks that they're going to win to this day. Which I hope she does. That'd be sweet. I don't even know if they do it anymore. I think it's Wayne Brady was the last one that was doing it. Okay, all right. Hey, he's got a great show. Uh, let's make a deal. Yeah, a lot, lot of fun on that one. Yep. Fun, fun, fun variety show there. All right, moving on. Got to pull up the proper soundboard for this. Oh, where is it? You know, when you've got so many of these, it's it's hard to keep track. Oh, come on. Where is it? Here Are we, we go. Are looking for Woo? Oh. No. On this day in 1975, Muhammad Ali retains his world heavyweight boxing crown by beating Englishman John Bugner by unanimous decision in a rematch in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And it's, I mean, Muhammad Ali was undeniably one of the greatest heavyweight boxers of all time. Yeah, he was definitely just legendary. Um, Fantastic boxer. Definitely had some great bouts and, uh, you know, goes down like we were talking about uh, last week where boxing just had the biggest names, you know, Ali, Tyson, Foreman, uh, Chavez. I mean, you had so many great fighters. They were just legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, boxing doesn't have the same glory as it used to have uh, all the way up through the Mm -hmm. mid 90s. It sort of fell off to the side to UFC, but there are still some great fighters out there. Absolutely. All right, moving on. This day in 1977, Marvel Comics publishes Kiss Book, tributing the rock group Kiss. And, of course, it was uh, uh, (laughs) uh, the creative leader was Stan the Man Lee. Of course, in this caption, they put him as comic book artist. Stan Lee was never an artist. He was only ever a writer. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know. Kiss, I guess they are a larger-than-life comic book anyways. I guess that would have been. Was that during the Psycho Circus one? No, that was uh, 1977. So this was back oh. in their, yeah, Kiss Alive days. Gotcha. All right, well, early days uh, in the start of comic books, you know. 
Well, and it, you know, Kiss, they would brand anything with their names or faces. And part of the reason they're as big as they became, because if you really look at their music quality, it wasn't the best, but uh, they they certainly did everything they could to uh, propel they, themselves. They were, a, they were a brand more than anything. It was like, we play music, but we have action figures, comic books. I think they did movies. They hoard themselves out to wrestling and everything under the sun. It's... Uh, yeah, and they still do today. You can get a Kiss coffin mm-hmm. if you wanted one. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, one of the Abbott brothers was buried in one, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think Vinnie Paul did. Vinnie Paul, yeah. Yep. Uh, Tony, you and I are big football fans this day in 1984. The longest pro football game, the LA Express, beats Michigan Panthers 27-21 in the USFL playoffs. The game lasted 93 minutes and 33 seconds, or also the same amount of time as a Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, that was a good one for you on the pun. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it yep. to myself. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what either one of those teams are, but uh, in a defunct football league. <laughs> and then finally, before we get to some of the holidays on today, today in 1994, pre-trial hearings open in L.A. against O.J. the Juice Simpson. If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see. We got about a minute ten left. We'll hit some of the holidays today. Today is Social Woo-hoo. Media Day. I thought every day was Social Media Day. Yeah, no. Today is the one day a year where you can go onto Facebook, YouTube, and uh, and uh, Instagram and and Snapchat. Just today only. It's it's your day, social media. Today is your day. <laughs> You know what I, I would say? Make today anti-social media day. Stay away yes. from it. Go out make person-to-person connections as long as you're social distancing. Today is also yes. Blink-182 Day. Don't know how that became a thing because they're not <laughs> that great of a band. Uh, what's what's my age again? <laughs> Old enough to it's, know it's that all... Blink-182 is not that great. Yeah, well, it's all the small things in life, Christian. It is. It is all the small things. And then finally, before we let you guys go, today is International Sailor Moon Day for all those anime fans out there. Well, we appreciate you sticking with us. We will have a brand new show for you tomorrow, being a Wednesday. Folks, have a wonderful day.